We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everybody and welcome back to another episode of no other pod i'm jimmy as always with my good buddy dan and you know what dan i'm gonna declare it i'm gonna call this one a victory pod because we have defeated valley sports kansas city (laughs) i was very confused i was like how in the hell are you gonna spin this defeat to phoenix rising over here i don't get it but uh Valley sports, man, dead in the water, and everyone is rejoicing. I've got friends texting me like, I can't believe this is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you know, it. that was some news that I did not necessarily expect to get. Um, and we're going to talk all about that Because we thought they were still in a contract. Right, right. Um, Contracts mean nothing. They're meant to be broken. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that. that. I mean, between that, we got a new striker signing and everything. That's probably uh, some of the biggest news of the week. Yeah, there was this preseason game. Daniel Shallow scored. Phoenix ended up winning. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but you know, we'll 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 go over that again in a little bit. But uh, jersey sponsor, you know, a little yeah. bit here and Lots there. Lots of news. Lots of news. But but uh, how you doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing okay. Doing all right. Uh, oh, hey, cut my leg open. That was fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> hey the hits uh, keep coming man i uh, had to go get stitches the other day so just basically this podcast becomes life uh yeah. dan Kuzer, and uh it's just bad you can see my tendon it was gross got that old covid leg huh buddy it was uh <laughs> it was an exercise accident uh doing stuff i've done a million times before and it just takes one time to yeah. bust your ass so you got stitches there you go got a battle got scar stitched up Yep, I'm all sewed up like a doll and uh, feeling good. So, I would, you know, I wish it was a scar, but it's two measly stitches, guys. That's not a that's not a great story. When people are like, "Oh man, I had to get nine <laughs> staples in my head," or "Oh, that's fifteen stitches in my calf," she's like, "Oh, I think I only have to put two stitches in there." And I'm like, "Ah, make it three. That's a better story. How about if an we extra could just one? put three. Yeah, and you can you can feel her sewing you up. It's it's a terrible feeling. I hate it. Well." I'm glad that they didn't have to amputate your leg. Got, got me all laced up, man. Hoping I don't get an infection and stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, you, you can see through it, bro. It's like I, a bullet. Uh, it's like a bullet wound. 
I'm going to tell people it's a bullet wound. I was in the wrong place (laughs) at the wrong time, man. But you see the other guy. The mean streets of Olathe. That mean street Olathe (laughs) posse, man. Uh, Well, I'm glad your leg is still attached to your body and minimal minimal, uh, stitches. So minimal stitches, but hey, we uh dude, we had like you said, we had a preseason game this weekend. Freaking uh soccer so close. This That's is real deal. This is our last preseason podcast, really, because next week it's previewing honest to god, real live regular season MLS soccer. Yeah, that's wild. So this is uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, there was so much news this week that honestly, I forgot that we played Phoenix rising and lost. So when you were like, when you mentioned, how are you going to spin the defeat as a one? I was like, Oh, we did actually play and we did actually lose, it, but it was a game <laughs> and it, you know, decent preseason quality, man. Camera was good. Uh, we kept hearing, uh, uh, Nate Bucati and Jacob Peterson yawning over one another. That was funny. <laughs> did you hear this? Did you hear this? Yeah. It's pretty good, dude. J- Jacob Peterson, you if you can confirm or deny, my man, we <laughs> I, we we heard you, okay, bored with Nate Bucati's commentary. We get it. No. <laughs> Step it up, Nate. <laughs> Nate, we love you, but come on, you're putting your partner to sleep. Now, I uh, all I could think is, man, it's been a long week for these guys. They sound so tired. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot of soccer they've been watching and, and commentating. So, totally, no. totally, and uh, you know, it was it was cool to watch. It, it, it felt, you know. All is right in the world. Mm-hmm. It's back. It's coming up. It's coming up. And uh, this week we're going to be on an Atlanta United podcast. So we'll, we'll retweet that and, and be That's going right. behind enemy lines and bringing our shenanigans to, uh, to their, uh, their fans. So we'll see. Yeah. If- Cue the Beastie Boys sabotage song. We're going behind <laughs> enemy lines to fuck shit up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens and see if we get some salty Atlanta fans by the time. <laughs> we're done uh bringing our brand over to to the dirty south but dirty south oh, <laughs> so dirty but uh if you have not yet left us a five-star rating and review what better way to kick off the 2022 mls regular season than to give your favorite sporting kc podcast of course that is us a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcasting app we would appreciate it start off the year right help other sporting kc fans find us and uh we'll be sure to to read your review on air so go check it it's out. Nice man. So we are we only we only uh we only allow five star reviews really. I mean, there's no uh I don't even think there's an option to click any other stars. <laughs> yeah, we uh it's just, just disable the one through four. So no, but really we we appreciate everybody who's done it. I think we're at like four point eight out of five stars with you know two hundred and some odd ratings. So it's pretty cool. I'm proud of it. Oh, I like it. Pissed. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, all things considered. If you're above like 4.6, 4.7, I mean, that's pretty good. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're an 8 or 9 out of 10 in the real world, I mean, it's, uh, that's, it's called a victory. <laughs> You'll take it. You You'll know what I mean? It. Exactly. If a, woman, if a woman tells you, hey, he's, he's about an 8 or 9 out of 10, like that's a catch. Like, you <laughs> like, feel good. good about yourself. I thought I was a 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've been selling myself short for years. You mean I'm double that? <laughs> I'm twice the man oh, I thought I Lord. was. We just got to uh, look into Jimmy's self-esteem. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just one in therapy. So uh, good. So let's, uh, let's talk briefly about this, this preseason game. I don't want to spend too much time on it because how much are you really going to learn from a, a preseason loss at this point? But um, Well, at least sp- the first half. 
I mean, that's a starting lineup right there. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, you look at the first half starting lineup, Melia, Zussi, EC, Fontas, Logan, and Dembe instead of Ben Sweat this time. That was interesting. And then uh, Yuri, Roger, Cam Duke, and then Johnny Russell, Kyrie, and Daniel Shalloway. So, you know, like you said, uh, that's that's just about where the starting lineup's going to be. And Sporting KC took the lead in the 12th minute. Our boy Daniel Shalloway, you know, in the running for MVP last year, um, he got a pass off of uh, the new left back, Logan Ndembe, who, uh, as, as Sporting KC uh, described it in their match recap, dinked the ball over the top of Phoenix back line for Shallowy to run onto it. And then he uh, put the ball into the far corner of the net, gave Sporting a 1-0 lead. I could get used to seeing more of that. Yeah, dude, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, Shallowy didn't really have consistent service from that that left backside you know what mm-hmm. i mean so right that connection something to watch right there folks and to have it happening so early in preseason uh class finish class pass and you love to see it man daniel shallowy picking up where he left off not to mention he had another goal uh you know the goal he kind of gave up or whatever because it was called off sides yeah uh you see cam sam Cobson on, on the sidelines doing uh <laughs> referee work doing holding, line judge holding stuff. the flag up so good so good i gotta love it you know you gotta gotta make do <laughs> gotta do everything you can yeah hey it was when we had carter augustine on here and he was saying that he's been the mascot he's done just about everything for sporting kc so you know why not throw a little refereeing in there for yeah. sam put referee on your resume that you know didn't come here planning to be a referee but here yeah. we are <laughs> now if you can be the referee while also being blue at the same time that would be an achievement That'd be wild. Just sprinting up and down with, <laughs> in those big dog feet. <laughs> Holding up the flag, pumping up the, the cauldron. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> classic. Uh, but no, I'm, I mean, look, uh, Luis Martins was fine. He was adequate, I would say. Um, and, and, and that's not a slight at Luis Martins, but he, you know, he was, he was hit or miss. There were some games where you're like, wow, he's got some real quality. And there are other games where you're like, get him off the field. And it netted out to like, eh, he's fine. I don't know what's going to become of Logan and Dembe. I don't know what's going to become of Ben Sweat. But this is, a, I, I like what I'm seeing. And, you know, he's a young guy. He's got plenty of years ahead of him. Even if he doesn't become a full-time starter, I do imagine him and Ben Sweat will probably rotate at that left back spot quite a bit this year. But even if he's not the full-time starter this year, Maybe he develops and, and he locks down and maybe, who knows, maybe he's the next Sessanovic and he'll be here for like 10 years. I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's exciting, you know, to see someone really playing a part uh, so early, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not like Phoenix rising is a bunch of nobodies. Like they're I mean, always they're... good in the USL. And right. If, if promotion and relegation was a thing, they'd probably be part of the promotion situation every year. And is that fair to say? I don't know. Is that weird? I, I mean, if, if there was actually promotion, yeah. I mean, they'd be the ones that are challenged. I mean, they were still pushing for that final MLS spot. And I mean, all the latest rumors are, are really talking more about Vegas, but I mean, they had Didier Drogba, who I think he's still part of the ownership group, but played for them. They had the longest undefeated or unbeaten uh, streak. It was like 20 something games or something crazy. I mean, they're a legit operation. So they're pretty good for sure. And to play an MLS team, like, you know, they're going to bring it. So and they did. They won. You know what I mean. But uh, you know, preseason scores don't matter. And uh, it was, it was just cool, man. It, it felt so 
felt so cool to be watching soccer on, you know, MLS on a, on a Saturday afternoon. So, yeah. And, you know, as, as we, you said, ultimately we lost Phoenix pulled one back in, in the 28th minute, ended up getting a penalty kick in the 81st minute. If you look at the second half lineup again, a lot of SKC players, a lot of Academy players, uh, excuse me, SKC two players and an and Academy player, uh, John Polskamp, Caden Pierre, Courtney Ford, Robert Volder, Ben Sweat. So the back line more first teamers, but um, Kave Rajic, Davis, uh, Javen Deventer, Ozzy Cisneros, uh, the new Sporting KC2 striker, Ralph Salifu and Spencer Glass. Salifu got involved in the action because Kyrie had to come out in the 17th minute. So Salifu got put in yeah. a little bit earlier than I think they hoped. And that's a precautionary thing because, I mean, Kyrie's back in training. He just had a little calf tightness. And mm-hmm. when that kind of thing happens in preseason, it's like, get your ass off the field. Right. Like, don't even play with it. Don't mess with it. Go ice it, stretch it out, whatever, you know. So, yeah, it's a, you know, but from listening to Peter Vermees on the Sporting KC show on Mm -hmm. the uh, uh, second best Sporting KC podcast in the area, (laughs) the uh, (laughs) uh, it sounds like he's backing Kyrie. Now, this was recorded before we signed our striker that we're going to speak about, but uh it sounds like even though they were bringing in a striker, he has his faith in Kyrie and, and he's the guy. And yeah. how do, how do we feel about that? I mean, the guy's a freaking monster. I'm not surprised. And at this point, obviously, so this was recorded before they announced the striker, but, but yeah, he, said last, he said last week that, Hey, we're, we're going to announce a striker early next week. And so they, yeah. they've known this is, and they've been searching for a striker. I mean, how they were linked to Josie Altidore. Yes. They were linked to a number of people. Um, you know, pandemics made it hard and pandemics made it hard. You know, it's, it's, you can't get strikers and you can't get avocados because of cartel (laughs) crazy time. Um, You know, they tried to get bearish from the, 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 uh, whatever it was re-entry draft or whatever. I don't, one of the weird drafts, um, that didn't work. So clearly they know they've been trying to get a striker ever since they announced Polito was going to be out for the year. I'm not surprised he's backing Kyrie because even if we could, well, I was about to be a little hyperbolic. I was about to be like, we could bring in Cristiano Ronaldo and, and Kyrie would probably start the first game until you learn the system. But okay, you know, there's 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 a level of there's, there's a quality of player you can bring in. But for for most even good above average or great players, we could sign a new designated player striker right now. And chances are Kyrie Shelton would start the first couple of games at striker for Sporting KC because it just takes time for people to one, get visas and come here and get, you know, final physicals and all that stuff. But, but then too, just to learn the team, learn the system and whatnot. Uh, so I'm not at all surprised that he backed Kyrie. Hell, we, we've mentioned before, when Sporting KC set the club record for more, most goals scored in the year, who was primarily playing striker? Yeah, Kyrie, man. Kyrie Shelton. So. We, we are a good team with him on the field. And uh, I don't hate it. I, I don't, you know, we need to get Kyrie on here. And uh, oh, for sure. you know, maybe speak to him about things and how his confidence is sky high. And, and you know, does he ever frown? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> the man's never he's never mad. You no. know, does he ever dive? No, we know the answer to that. It would be fun to get him on. And, and I mean, hey, we had Daniel on last year and, and look what happened to Daniel in uh, 2021. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, how do we make it happen? How do we well, do this? We'll see. I'll reach out. Like, we'll see next week well, i I'll mean it's, i'll see are you working from home uh i don't work on monday you don't work on monday oh president's day i don't think i work on monday 
I don't know if Sporting KC works on Monday, but we'll find out. Oh <laughs> so my God, we'll it's a holiday. Look at you. Look at us. Look at, look at us not working holidays. Did we just become best friends? We just, look at us doing <laughs> this. thought? <laughs> um, no, I'm excited. So we'll, we'll see what we can do. I, I like Kyrie. I also, I know a lot of people are tough on Kyrie. And I think a lot of people still think back to that first year where he had trouble putting the ball away. He's a different player now. He's much more comfortable in the Sporting KC system. He went and tested himself in Germany. He's much more aggressive. And I honest to God think if you give Kyrie a consistent run of games and you have Johnny in form on one side and you have Daniel Shallowy in form on the other side and you got a back, uh, a midfield behind you of uh, Gadi Kinda, Uri Roselle, Remy Voltaire, that's a lot of attacking quality around him. And Kyrie can use his body and create space. Even if he's not the one actively putting the ball in the net, he will draw defenders because of how big he is. And he will create space for Johnny to cut in or Daniel to cut in. And uh, right. it can be very successful. Have you seen that Todd Haley gif where he's like, <sighs> you know, Todd Haley, remember <laughs> yeah, that Chiefs yeah, yeah, coach? Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm feeling right now, where it just looks like, you know, is Todd Haley excited? Is he horny? Like, what is that gif? I <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that's the feeling I, that's the feeling I get when it's like, we're, we're going to play real meaningful soccer soon, man. Yeah. It's exciting, but I mean, look, okay. So we've been talking about, let's talk about this, this, uh, this new guy. Uh, I am excited. Um, they sporting has acquired Montenegrin striker, Nikola Vujinovic. I'm hoping Vujinovic. I'm hoping that's correct. They did not put a pronunciation guide on here. Uh, Nikola is that one's easy. I can do that one. <laughs> I'm not worried Where's, about Nikola. Nikola. It's the Vujinovic, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's, it's gotta be close. That sounds great, man. I mean, it, he sounds, it's a Bond villain name is what it, it is. is. It's a de- it is. definite Bond villain name. I love well, it. I mean, you know, if you were to say, Hey, name me a country that a Bond villain is likely from Serbia is top three countries. You probably would name off the top of your head. Is, Mon- is Montenegro near Serbia? What's... Well, Serbia and Montenegro used that- to be. That I think they thing? might be they, well. It used to be. I don't know if they're split now. This is where you're getting into geopolitics, and I don't oh know. Oh my goodness! Okay, I don't know if Ser- Serbia and Montenegro, officially known as the State Union of Serbia and Montenegro, was a country. So okay, Serbia and Montenegro used to be together, and I think uh, they must now be split. And now they're not. Now they're split. So he's Montenegrin, but obviously plays and, in Serbia. Know, he went knock, knock, knock. Hey neighbors, I'd like to play for you. Okay, that's yeah. cool. They are now two different countries. So, huh? But Nikola Vujinovic. Um, but he plays in Serbia. He's a Montenegrin forward. He's 25 years old. He's a season-long loan from FK Vozdovac. So, um, uh, Super League, dude. He was from a Super League, <laughs> Serbian Super Liga. So he's, you know, this is all from uh, the Sporting KC release. Um, he's one of the Serbian Super League's top scorers. He's a, a member of the Montenegro men's national team. He's going to take up an international spot. Uh, over the last two years, uh, he has had 16 goals and three assists. Um, you know, he, he's got, I think, like 10 goals in 1,800 minutes this year so far. So he can put the ball in the back of the net. Um, at one point, he went and played for uh, Villarreal, um, typically for Villarreal C and Villarreal B, scoring 12 goals and 64 appearances across both of those teams. Um, you know, this is this is an interesting signing. I certainly don't think this is going to be somebody who comes in and starts day one. Um, just it's, you know, there, there's simply no way. Uh, he might not even be in the damn country by day one. Okay, like visa issues being what they are and stuff like that like things are difficult with travel right 
So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I was trying to look up his, uh, his FIFA rating. Um, and I don't know if he has a, a FIFA card. Oh no. Well, that's how, you know, we, it's <laughs> not good. I, you know, I'm not able to find one. Um, but we'll see, you know, but look, Ser- Serbian super league are probably not a number one on EA's priorities in terms of building out a, f- yeah, a video game. Buddy. I hate to say it, it didn't sound like it was number one on our priorities either. Because Peter made it sound like they've extended a lot of different offers mm-hmm. to different strikers, like damn near getting desperate. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is not plan A. This is not plan B. This is not plan C. This is, you know, this might be plan W, but it's it's tough right now because it's, of a, it's a body, right? It's a, it's a body. It's a body who can score goals. I'm not yeah. going to sit here and pretend that I'm an expert on Nikola Vujnovic, but uh, Nikola. you know, I've uh, I've I've watched some YouTube highlights, and he's a little bit of a goal poacher. Um, okay, he's 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 a different type of player than Kyrie, that's for sure. Um, Daniel Sperry says that uh, he reminds uh, he's reminded of Diego Rubio um, when watching huh. Vujnovic, and and Rubio had some successful sport in KC. He's definitely somebody who can find a little space. He can get on the ends of crosses. Uh, he takes penalty kicks and seems to have some success with that. Um, he's able to get on the ends of ball. Like, you know, this this is a, a, a decent little, this is a low risk signing who brings somebody who has a history of scoring goals. And well, honestly, that's about all you can ask for right now. I don't know if you said this, but it's a, it's a season long loan mm-hmm. with an option to buy. Right. At the end of the year. Did you say that? I didn't say that last part but okay so uh kind of cool i mean it's Mm -hmm. not like you know it's not like he's just here for a minute if if things go well you know maybe we hang on to him but yeah uh it's someone and it's it's you gotta you gotta you know make lemonade right it's right you got you we got our lemons here we go yeah he created a twitter just to be able to thank sporting kc fans um, or someone created him a Twitter or someone created him a Twitter. <laughs> I mean, he's already retweeting Fox Ford news, Kansas city. He's already uh, thinking and, and engaging with SKC fans. Um, so, you know, this is uh this is interesting. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited to see the potential here. This is certainly not day one yeah. starter, like we said, but, but it, I also it's... read that he can play on the wing a little bit, particularly on the right side. Yeah, so, so that's a little maybe a little rest for Johnny. I mean, yeah, he'll he'll need a rest occasionally. So it's good because you know, especially now, the other roster moves that, that were made that were announced uh on Monday, Sporting KC waved forwards Grayson Barber and Tyler Freeman. Now um, this is surprising, right? And I'm like, Grayson Barber played a good chunk for for his potential last year and for his age. And then Tyler Freeman just got recalled for on loan. And it's like, you just recall him to waive him. I mean, something did something happen in preseason or was this a clear up cap space for the new striker kind of thing? I don't think it's that because I, I don't think Vujinovic is probably making a ton of money and neither Barber nor Freeman are making a ton of money either. So I don't think it's clearing up any cap space. They're, they're, it's okay. certainly not that. I genuinely don't know. I mean, they weren't playing much in, in this preseason. Um, it's it's weird. I haven't heard anything, at least as of this recording, to indicate. Yeah, the... I freak you out by spreading a <laughs> fake rumor 
yeah. when I texted you and I was like, dude, don't take what I say <laughs> for real. Like I'm just making jokes. All right. No, no. A prostitute was not in their hotel room. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I was, look, you got me for a second. It was late at night. I had a couple drinks. So <laughs> you go, wait, really? I'm like, no, happy Valentine's day. Damn it. <laughs> um, I haven't heard anything to indicate this is disciplinary. It could just be that Peter got a better look at him over the course of the last year in this preseason and said, you know what, this isn't going to work out. So mm. my question for you is, okay, you look at some of the homegrowns that we've had over the last however many years. Uh, Wilson Harris signed, lasted a year, didn't really work out. Grayson Barber, Tyler Freeman signed, lasted about a year, didn't really work out. Juan Cousin signed, played a little bit, didn't really work out. Now, conversely, there are some of those, obviously, like Gianluca Buzio, Jalen Lindsay, Cave Rad. Well, that one's still TBD, but he seems like he's doing well. And then Cam Duke and, and Felipe Hernandez. So it's not like we have a terrible hit rate with, with our, our homegrowns, but there's enough of them, and I guess this is probably to be expected, there's enough of them that like end up sticking around for a year and then kind of getting let go that it's, it's hard for me to get excited. I think when they announce a homegrown signing to the first team. Yes, because Peter has been quoted to say the overall goal is to have a starting lineup of entirely homegrown players mm-hmm. uh, sometime in the future. There's no time frame on that. That's just sort of, you know, an overarching goal there, but uh, not going to hit that goal when you take one step forward and two steps back kind of situation with your, with your homegrown players. Right. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I you know, I I don't it feels a little bit more like a one step forward, two steps back. It might be closer to a one step forward, one step back situation cuz you like I mean honestly we're we're sure. at like, you know, shallowy homegrown player. We're kind yeah, of at, so we ain't it, moving. It feels like a 50% hit rate, which maybe that's very good compared to a lot of other teams who have homegrown players. I mean, we we do have a number who contribute. It's just I don't know when it's a coin flip and they announce a new signing up from somebody who's done pretty well with SKC too. It's just, it shows that there's a big leap between USL or now MLS next and actual MLS. When when you come up from playing with the younger, less physical, less built out, more often teenage type players. And then you come up to a league where, damn, you got um, Shakiri from Liverpool. Who's like, the most muscular soccer player I've ever seen who's now playing for the Chicago fire. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a drastically different game. So. Come on, man. Usually I comment on men's physique. Like, <laughs> why are you stealing my thing? <laughs> so it's, I don't know. It's, um, I feel bad for them. I don't know what happened. Maybe the story will come out at some point and it, I don't know who knows, but they're not with the team anymore. We only got 26 players under contract for the 2022 season right now. So, yeah, well, 27, probably, because I think at the time that they said 26, we hadn't announced uh, Bujinovich yet, but still, right. Nikola. Nikola, that's what we'll just call him, Nikola. But I mean, look, <laughs> we got Nikola uh, as a new Nikola. striker. He can play on the right side, too, and spell Johnny. We might see Nikola at striker, Kyrie on the right sometime. Uh, now we got Shallowy and Marinos Dionis on the left side suddenly you have some options along that front line that we didn't have a few weeks ago it's getting pretty wild man things are starting to come together yes what's also coming together talked about this right off the bat valley sports no more 
We yeah, not forget have to all deal. your new player signings. I, I'd rather just talk about this <laughs> for a long time. This is a big deal. And this yeah. to me, I haven't, I'm not, I haven't fact checked this. So there might be a, a little bit of playing fast and loose here. Um, some alternative facts, if you will. But Whoa. this, this feels like a first in the league, how sporting KC is going about this. The it closest, does feel that way. The closest thing I can think of is when the Chicago Fire signed a deal with ESPN Plus where their games, even locally, were broadcast on ESPN Plus. Sporting KC basically said, piss off to Bally Sports Kansas City because so many people were mad that they could not access the game over any streaming service just about. And even when they could access it or they logged on via an Apple TV app or an Xbox app or whatnot, how many times did you log on and the damn thing wouldn't work? Buddy, it didn't matter what you were using to access their service. Like sometimes I'll be like, okay, this app doesn't do well on the Xbox or on my LG TV, but I know it does good on the Apple TV um, that I got in the other room. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But Bally Sports was consistently bad across (laughs) every device. And I like, I'm talking like I would even try to airplay it from my phone to the TV and it's so bad, bro. And the thing is, Chicago Fire was like, actually, you need to pay for another streaming service to stream our stuff. Sporting's like, do you have a phone? Do you have an app? Hey, you can just screencast it, you know, Chromecast it to your TV or AirPlay it or whatever or mm-hmm. on your laptop. Oh, okay, Sporty, that's really cool. How much is that going to cost? No, it's just, it's free. Are you a fan? Uh, you know, right. watch, watch our games. And that's crazy to me because this is, this is the future. <laughs> I don't know. Revolutionary. I don't know how they pulled this off because all reporting indicated that they had at least one. Well, not at least they had one more year on their broadcast deal with yeah. Bally Sports. Um, when they signed it previously, it was Fox Sports Kansas City. So Sporting was like, "Well, actually, you didn't provide us nothing last year, so we need out." That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if Sporting KC paid to get out of the last year of the deal or i'm wondering if there was a almost certainly there were out clauses in the deal of if you don't live up to the service that you're promised or or that we're contractually agreeing to i'm sure there are out clauses and i and i almost wonder if sporting kc was able to exercise some of those out clauses because over the course of the last year bally sports or sinclair who i think owns no sinclair bally now i don't remember who owns it whoever owns I mean, I know there's the Bally casinos, but for Sinclair was involved at one point. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Over the course of the last year, they were yanked from YouTube TV. They were yanked from uh, uh, Sling TV. They were yanked Hulu. from Hulu. They were yanked from Fubo. I think literally the only streaming service you can get is like DirecTV now, which costs like 95 bucks a month for the, the package that has it. Um, yeah. They're on some cable. I don't believe they're on all cable or, or satellite. So suddenly the amount of people who could access Bally Sports drastically dropped. So maybe Sporting KC was able to get out of it. But now, as you said, free games on SportingKC.com if you have a computer or on the Sporting mobile app via Sporting One, which is the the name of their new video content feature. That's for viewers in Kansas and Missouri, not St. Louis. If you're outside of Kansas and Missouri or you're in St. Louis, you still got to watch on ESPN+. Plus. But games are also going to be if you don't have a computer or a phone or you, or you have you have a traditional, um, you know, TV antenna or whatnot, you can still watch them for free on thirty eight the spot now. It's going back to thirty eight yeah. the spot. Get your high def antenna out, man. It's it's been a bit, but like, 
this is crazy. And sporting's probably just like, you know, we really care about the emotional health of our social media person. So we can't take another year of our fans blowing up at Sporting KC every game because they can't watch something. Right. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? That's the thing. And honestly, you know, credit to the club and credit to the front office and credit to Jake Reed for, for taking this seriously. I, I didn't have any expectation that they were going to be able to resolve this this year because I didn't This was think, a shock. This is a shock. I, I, I didn't think that they were going to be able to get out of it honest to goodness. And so yeah. that's why I didn't think that there was anything they could do. But what even is law? I mean, contracts aren't legally <laughs> binding. That's, you know, you can get out of them. You I just got to eat them. You crumple them up, you eat it. It's gone. There you go. <laughs> There's a quote here from Jake Reed, a sporting KC president and CEO that says we've listened to our fan voice and their desire for a modernized broadcast solution that ensures sporting KC matches are more easily available to view than ever before. Broadcasts are such a critical component of our club, and we're excited to not only significantly expand their reach, but also significantly enhance the viewer viewing experience through our streams and partnerships with 38 The Spot. They're, to me, that's calling out the shitty production quality that Bally put together. That's They're calling like, we out, can do this better ourselves. This is fan power. This is the masses coming together to make something happen. Where are you people at? that are going to get us more vegan options in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Who's helping <It's... laughs> me? Is it just me? Am I alone? I, can I get a vegan hot dog? Vegans rise up. Hashtag sporting vegans. Tweet at the club. <laughs> sporting <laughs> vegans. It's just one. It's just me. <laughs> Hashtag sporting vegan. Tweet this at Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's at least two of you out there. Chris. Doesn't Chris no, join you in Chris that vegan lifestyle? That oh. hater eats cheese. He's halfway okay. there already. How are you going to eat cheese? <laughs> well, your wife. Yeah, Marissa. Yes, but she doesn't count. We're one person. <laughs> we do everything together. There's got to be a, at least another vegan out there listening to us right now. I don't know, man. Hashtag sporting vegans. Let the club know we need more vegan options. <laughs> Tweet at Sporting Casey. There you um, go. But no, this is cool. You can watch it on laptops, tablets, or, se- tablets or cell phones. Here's the cool part to me. Matches that stream via Sporting One in the Sporting KC mobile app will be available to replay on demand until the next scheduled live stream. So you don't even need a DVR. If you miss the game, you want to watch it, you got a week to catch up and watch it until the next game airs. That's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. It's like, oh, uh, I mean, come on, dude. Around that time, soccer season also happens to be uh, when everyone and their mom wants to get freaking married. Okay. <laughs> and now you got to go to a wedding for like someone, maybe you don't even uh, know or like all that much. And it's like, well, but sporting plays an away game really wanted to watch it on TV. So yeah, guess what? You don't have to watch it live. You can watch it after the wedding. Yeah. Now, you know, for the games that are on national TV, they're not going to be streaming on the sporting mobile app or whatnot. So there are still going to be some games on on cable or whatnot with, you know, our first game against Atlanta United on February 27th is on Fox Sports 1. So, oh boy. So you might as well uh, get on that Fox Sports Go app, which is connected to Bally Sports. (laughs) (laughs) That all comes full circle. Or but Fox Now, I think, is the app, I, right? Yeah, I think Big Fox is different, technically, because they spun off their local stations to Bally or Sinclair or whoever. So that's yeah. why it's it's not the same anymore. But it's all good. Um, and then stuff. Our, our, our home opener um, against uh, uh, Houston, that actually won't be on this either because that's a Univision and Twitter game. So it's not until March 12th. Uh, that's a road game against Colorado. 
that's going to be the first time when um, you can watch on the Sporting KC app or sportingkc.com slash live. So, oh yeah, pretty cool. Very um, cool. Let's see here. Uh, the only other little bit of uh, news, I guess, for the club that just wanted to mention just real quick. We finally found out about that New Jersey sponsor. So it's, yes, we uh, did. it's no longer uh, the Victory Project. It's a club. Uh, a club. It's a company we're all somewhat familiar with by now. Uh, Compass Minerals got announced as uh, the new permanent jersey sponsor, at least through the end of 2028. They previously yeah. were on the, the the shoulder shoulder sponsor, sleeve sponsor. Um, so, hey, I mean, look, all I ask for in a, a jersey sponsor is a company that has a clean looking logo that fits with the aesthetic of the shirt. And you know what? The Compass Minerals logo looks just fine on the front of the Sporting KC shirt. Yeah, I mean, it works, but also they're, you know, they're already connected with Sporting. So, I mean, this was a mm-hmm. no brainer and I'm not sure why more people didn't speculate that this would happen because, uh, you know, they only provide the minerals for their turf fields and all that stuff so (laughs) yeah it's it's a good minimalistic looking logo on the front of the shirt it's not like manchester united who had the giant ass chevy logo on the front of their shirts for a few years or whatnot so right is that not it anymore they don't have chevy anymore i don't think so who is it now i don't know i've been out of the loop Uh, i'm trying to look right now clickety clack it's team team viewer is the the new shirt partner of manchester united whatever that is So I'm out of the loop, my friend. I had no idea. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, look, we'll uh, we're excited, so we'll see. Looks good. Maybe by this time next week, we'll know what our new shirt looks like. Holy cow! Yeah, because I mean, they kind of need to announce that before a a game. It's a secondary shirt, so probably going to be wearing it on February 27th. So well, a week from. We've all seen leaks out there. Right, we've seen some leaks. And... Of the sporting shirt? Yeah, yeah. I've seen some guesses. I don't know if I've seen leaks. Have okay, you seen so you saw a guess. Leaks? I mean, I don't know. I was just calling a guess a leak, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I saw someone who was like, uh, it could be this. I don't know. And I was like, well, yeah, I could come up with something too and say it could be that. But I haven't seen anything <laughs> official. <laughs> yeah, me too. I got Microsoft Paint. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. But I- I'm guessing by this time next week, we might know what it looks like. Yeah, I no doubt. It's probably going to be uh, something with the state line. But other than that, I don't know. My so God. one week from this weekend, that means two weeks from this weekend till home game. Mm-hmm. Like, and what's the weather even going to be like? We, we might be in parkas. We have no idea. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's get to some questions real quick here. Uh, yes. Connor Bateman. Um, he says, with the addition of Nikola, I think we have six guys Nikola. now for the front three positions, unless a guy or two plays out of position. Is it six? It might be, might be five. I don't know. Um, unless a guy plays out, uh, pl- out of position and can play up top, like Kinda, for example, with Barber and Freeman gone, it still seems like we could use one more front three signing. Do you agree? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the, we've talked about the winger situation, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe one. I would like maybe one more winger who could play on that right wing um, because then you can have Kyrie and, and uh, um, Bujnovic at striker and you can have Johnny and someone else on the right side. You don't have to have Kyrie playing both. Um, and then you got Zionis and Shalali on the left side. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, um, for sure. And then along the same lane, um, uh, someone named Turtle, T-E-R-T-U-L-L, um, says, how would you use the remaining roster spots? So I think 
maybe right wing. Um, I still wouldn't hate a number 10, although that's probably third on my list of, of so if I'm giving my top three wishes, right wing, right back, attacking midfielder. I think those are, those are probably, probably still my three um, wishes. None of them are like must have, but they're all depth pieces. A, a solid mm-hmm. right winger, a solid right back who can um, play behind uh, uh, Graham Zusi because I don't think Caden Pierre's yet there yet. We might see Cam Duke there, and then a solid number ten who can play behind Gadi Kinda or if Gadi Kinda gets hurt. So that's kind of what I what I'd like to see. That works, yeah, yeah. But um, and then uh, uh, Seed and Stems said, "Where is the kit?" And and y'all already know, like we said, and stems love Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all already know that we uh, we're hoping to see it next week. So yeah, we'll let you know. Um, I did just want to give a shout out to to Thomas Farrow. I'm not going to go ahead and read through all of these. He he sent a bunch of stats again. Um, Oh no, he loves this. He's dude. (laughs) I'm not even going to hate because he loves doing this. No, it's uh, great. More power to him. That's so cool. If you want to get a quick rundown of the history of sporting stats, go to our Twitter page um, where we asked for, for questions earlier this week. Uh, he has a number of replies that have a number of, of, of stats, win percentages, playoff percentages, and what have you. So you can read those and, and uh, give him a little shout out there. So that's about all the sporting news that I have this week. Is there anything else team related you can think of that you want to uh, want to mention, my friend? uh team related you know uh graham zussi was mic'd up this week at training that's that's a that's a Mm -hmm. must watch in my opinion talking about how he keeps his glutes all firm and stuff and you know we i've been i've been wanting to know the zussi secrets about what he does and really it's just a lot of foam rolling i think so yeah yeah it's uh, those are my those are my bucket list items though uh Kyrie and zussi sometime on the podcast so (laughs) let's make that happen um so yeah, definitely try to get those guys on the podcast. A um, couple of league news and notes, I guess uh, you could say uh, <laughs> Charlotte FC is is joining MLS this year, right? They're the newest club. Um, Correct. They're they're still putting together their roster. Um, they had an interview with their coach uh, Miguel Angel Ramirez um, in his native Spanish, who they're asking him sort of what his thoughts were on the roster situation leading up to their first game in MLS. Uh, usually when you get a coach who's, who's sort of talking about what to expect, uh, you know, whether it's soccer or NFL or whatnot, um, you, you get a lot of coach speak. They say things, but they don't really say anything. Uh, they asked him what to expect. And he says, let's wait and see how the roster finishes building. When we finish building the roster, I will answer that question. And I will tell you how I see things. Um, but then he goes on to say, right now we are screwed. So <laughs> it's not often that 16 days before your first game in the history of your club, someone asked the coach, Hey, how do you think you're doing? And he goes, eh, you know what? Honestly, we're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, they were supposed to sign a, a designated player, um, that fell apart at the last second. So he's probably feeling a little bit upset about that, but, um, I don't know. It's uh, he, it was a Venezuelan attacker named Darwin Matquis who was supposed to join um, on a six million dollar deal, but legal issues caused that to fall apart. So um, they uh, they only have twenty two of their thirty roster spots filled. They lost to the Charlotte Battery in a preseason game, so it might be a rough go for for Charlotte FC. Yeah, I kind of expect that to be the case. Yeah, 
Um, outside of that, we're starting to get more jersey releases. I don't know if you've been keeping up on some of the clubs who have released jerseys. Um, LA Galaxy unveiled a jersey. Seattle Sounders unveiled a new primary jersey. The New York Red Bulls, I think we talked about that one a little bit before we saw a leak. It, it, it looked like a sort of a, a Croatia-inspired jersey. Um, the New England Revolution have released what kind of just looks like a plain blue shirt. Charlotte FC, they have an all-black shirt. Austin has an all-green shirt. A lot of just real plain. And then there is the Portland Timbers. And the Portland Timbers new shirt looks like you walked outside in a plain white t-shirt and someone took an Uzi and just laid into you for 45 seconds and then you just got bloodstains all over. Hey, so I, dude, I've seen a lot of people enjoying it. And I'm like, what is it? Sarcastic Tuesday? Like, what, this is <laughs> this is weird. Why, you know, why, I don't, am I supposed to like it? Like, what am I missing here? And they're roses, right? On their jerseys? They're the roses because Rose it's Portland's known as the Rose City. Now, I put up on Twitter, it looked like a, you know, 1970s couch that your grandma has covered in plastic. That's good stuff. <laughs> Did you say that? Did you say that? The, I didn't know. I just, I just put the, uh, you didn't the picture have side by side. No. You didn't have to because I came in hot with the grandma joke. My co-host was there for me. i knew what you were doing and i had to skim i was like anyone else say this i'm caring i'm coming in (laughs) (laughs) honestly i think what this is more indicative of is just people are starved for adidas to put out a shirt design that is not a plain colored shirt this is simply something that's not all white or not all one team color this is different the only other one that's even remotely different is the seattle sounders who have all green and then some sort of like checkerboard racing flag thing up the middle of it. Um, other than that, I mean, honestly, LA Galaxy, all white. Red Bulls, basically all red. New England, basically all blue. Charlotte, all black. Austin, all green. The rumored Miami shirt that's coming out, all pink. Granted, pink, cool color, but all pink. Like, I don't know. Interesting. I, we'll see. Colorado, basically all red with a little bit of sort of waviness to it. Just just not a, a whole lot. So so you're not a fan of the Portland one. Got it. <laughs> what made you think that? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. And then lastly, a couple of just big-ish signings, I guess. Josie Altador, Altador officially announced as a New England Revolution player, which we knew that was coming. Yeah. Um, and then Champions League starts this evening. Champions League starts. Uh, the New England Revolution's opponent had to forfeit because they couldn't get their visas or something like that. Did you see that? I guess I didn't know. Let me, let me look up what happened. Currently, uh, we're 10 minutes in, and uh, NYCFC is up one nothing on uh, not Santos Laguna. Who's that? Just Santos? So uh, there's a Santos and there's a Santos Laguna? I don't know. Quit trying to confuse me um let me see here exactly what happened um there's a so the team that was supposed to play against um the new england revolution um they had to forfeit um because they couldn't get visas cavalry cavalry is what the name is called it's a it's a haitian team um and yeah they couldn't couldn't get their visas apparently in time so they had to forfeit and and that means they're new england moves forward then i mean i think so so that's kind of a, you know, interesting little thing that's happening there. Uh, yeah. So CCL starting. Um, but then I guess the, the biggest, like potentially roster move of this past week, uh, last Friday, it was announced that the LA Galaxy signed their latest designated player. Um, 
Brazilian World Cup veteran Douglas Costa is now a member of the Los Angeles Galaxy. Um, so this is this is interesting because this is a very Galaxy move. You know, they brought in David Beckham, Zlatan, Chicharito. Um, this is another sort of older designated player, probably past his prime uh, type player. So um, Douglas Costa has has quite a bit of pedigree um, in the history playing for various European teams. Um, whether he can keep it up and, and do it in uh, in MLS, we'll see. But, I mean, he, he's played for Bayern. He's played for Juventus. Um, now he's playing for the LA Galaxy. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Kind of on brand for, for the Galaxy to sign these older European guys. But Seems that way. I think that's about all I have for us this week. You got anything else? That's, that's about all I got, man. It's been a busy week, and uh, I'm, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to get things going. It's, it's so close. So close. Cannot yeah. wait. So thank you guys so much for listening and sticking with us throughout this off season. You know, we do the best we can to be here every week throughout the off season. I know years past, we did it every other week this week, we kept it up and, and basically did every week. So um, happy to be here with yeah. you. Um, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at JC max zero three, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. You can always shoot us that email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Check out our merch store, bit.ly.com slash nootherpod, and make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. Check us out on this Atlanta podcast. We'll retweet it. Uh, we're going to do basically a season preview with them, talk about what to expect against Atlanta United, um, and then we'll do a little bit more of a deep dive into that game for us next week. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Nicola. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.